This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seventy years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent. I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. Welcome everybody to the Bob Ryan Jeff Goodman podcast. Gary Tangway along with Ride and Bob is on assignment. I, I mean, the guy's retired, but he's still got the toughest schedule everywhere. I, I don't know. He's talking to somebody. He's traveling around. He's being a goodwill ambassador. He's the, he, but he's too busy to deal with us this week. So you're stuck with us, too. Uh, and we are driven by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Okay, Jeff. Uh, first of all, the Boston Globe, actually, I read it in the Globe. It was through Bleacher Report that Jason Tatum admitted what you told us back during the playoffs, that he had a wrist injury. Uh, Let's relive that moment. Let's go back to hear Jeff talk about this on this very podcast last June. Yes, he has been dealing with with a wrist injury for the better part of the second part of the season, but that's no excuse because he's had 40-point games. That's 46-point games. Right. So, like, you know, certain nights I'm sure it bothers him more than others. But that, that's not an excuse, and he hasn't used it at all. And in the Bleacher Report, he said that he had a bone chip in the wrist and that it had healed, but it bothered him throughout the postseason from Milwaukee on. So you're not surprised at this at all? No, I mean, like I said, uh, he had dealt with it uh, really the second half of the year. Obviously, he had a hell of a season. So it didn't bother him from what I was told every single night, but there were some nights – um, that it did that again, he would go to the basket, get hit on the wrist, and then uh, it, it would certainly affect him. And whether it was going to the basket again, whether it was his perimeter shot, not falling. So no, I'm not shocked at all by this. I knew he was dealing with it pretty much the second half of the year for the most part. And again, I give him credit for the most, he never used it as an excuse ever. Uh, till now. Let me ask you this, because I focus on, the last three games, I think, of the NBA Finals, which he disappeared. Um, was it last two or last three? But basically what happened is Steph stepped up, Tatum didn't. Sure. Is this a legitimate excuse? Well, I mean, listen, again, we don't know. We don't know how hurt he was for those games. I, I think still he wasn't nearly as assertive. No matter what the wrist was bothering him, 
Jason Tatum still is a guy who needs to make an impact on the game, whether it's scoring 30 or 40, or if he can't do that and he knows his wrist is bothering him, he can still have the ball in his hands and make plays for other people. Um, I think one of the things that still gets lost with Tatum when we compare him to Jalen Brown, and a lot of people enjoy doing that right now and saying that Jalen Brown had the better NBA finals, which he did. Jalen Brown doesn't face double teams. Jason Tatum faces double teams right. every single time. So it's not apples and apples. Jason Tatum is the better player. That's why he's seeing double teams virtually every time he touches the basketball. I don't think that'll be the case as much this year because you've got guys like Brogdon, like Gallinari, that are capable of making shots from the perimeter. So I think it'll be a little bit harder to double him consistently. He'll, he'll still face it. Uh, but again, yeah, he, he was dealing with this injury and again, it didn't affect him every single game, um, but there were there were certain games that I was told that it hampered him. That he, you know, again, he went down hard and he wasn't able to to be nearly as effective. Whether it was shooting the ball from three, whether it was taking it and finishing through contact, is it fair to question his toughness? I don't think. I mean, he played through it. You know, he he never really sat out. He never really complained up there on the podium and said, and, and said, my wrist is bothering me. He's saying it now. And I don't know. I didn't see the whole interview from Taylor Rooks of Bleacher Report. So I don't know if she already knew about this or he volunteered the info. Um, but yeah, I mean, some guys would have, would have found a way, right. Would have found a way during the postseason or right after the NBA finals to get it out there. And it, it never did. Well, when I read this, Jeff, and I do recall you saying it, uh, when you said it, I didn't think about it at the time, but because of what has transpired with Kevin Durant, I wondered if this should change our opinion, what we know now, because I just didn't, it, 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 we had the information, but I just didn't apply it the same way I'm applying it now. And if Bob Ryan was here, we all know how Bob feels. He does not want Kevin Durant in a 617 area code. So now, as you and I sit back and we look, okay, Jason Tatum was not nearly 100%, especially in the finals. It's obvious. He disappeared at the end, okay? So it's obvious he was hurt. So does this change our tune as far as do the Celtics need Durant? If Tatum's healthy, if Tatum's 100%, do they win the finals? If Tatum's 100%, do the Celtics not need to make a deal for Durant? You know, again... I... I, I, I'm still torn on this, and I know you are. I, I, I think no matter what happens here, I, I'm just very interested to see if the asking price eventually goes down as we get closer and closer to training camp. And Kevin Durant basically says, you know what, guys? I'm not showing up. Like, you got a week left. I'm not showing up. And as we saw with Daryl Morey and Ben Simmons, you can wait, wait, wait. And then you could throw away a year which is basically what the Nets would be doing here because by the time they brought in James Harden, the chemistry was crap. They didn't have a chance to – and Harden wasn't the same player. So I, I think if you're Sean Marks, you've got to make a move here in the next few weeks because the longer you wait, to me, the asking price goes down. You don't have nearly as much leverage as when Kevin Durant basically says, hey, guys, I'm not coming. I'm, I'm going to – I'm going to wait this thing out. And you know what? If I got to sit out the first month of the season, I'll sit out the first month because I, I know you're not going to go the whole year without trading. I do think 
those who are opposed to this deal. And I will say that because I was reminded that Jason Tatum was hurt in the finals. I'm a little, you before I was like, you got to get the rant. You got to get the rant. But now I'm reminded that he wasn't a hundred percent. And I'm like, okay, well maybe you don't make the deal, but this is the deal. This is what, this is what um, is the deal breaker for me or the deal maker for me is I just think Jalen Brown is a terrific player who people in Boston overrate and people in Boston overrate players historically. They've overrated every damn new England Patriot. Okay. All right. And I'm, and I'm not talking about the stars and like, uh, you know, Tom Brady or Randy Moss, you know um, I'm talking about, the, 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 the ham and eggers of the world or the Julian Edelman's of the world who are terrific. You know, people will say, well, Julian Edelman's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, probably not. We loved him, but, you know, probably not. And the Red Sox, we've done it with Red Sox players constantly. Look how many numbers are retired at the Garden for the Celtics. I mean, God love Lusky. I mean, it's odd, but, you know, it's way over the top, Right. So we do that with players, and I think that's what's happened with Jalen Brown. That's why, despite the fact that we're reminded that Tatum was hurt, I still make the deal for Durant. Yeah, I mean, again, I'll say it over and over and over again. I think Jalen Brown is a fringe NBA All-Star. Fringe, I think. Some years he he may sneak in and make it, depending on other injuries and whatnot. Most years, I think he's the next tier. I think he's in that 25 to 35 range when you're talking about the best players in the NBA. Um, When you look at Tatum, you say to yourself, all right, he's got a chance to be an NBA MVP chance. I'm not sure if he does it, but, but certainly, you know, again, Giannis, I don't know how much better Giannis is going to get unless he, he makes shots from the perimeter. I think you're kind of, he is what he is and he's a hell of a player. I think Jokic is a hell of a player who we've seen his kind of potential already. And I'm looking at the, 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 the top young players or youngest players in the NBA right now. Luca can get better. We know that. John Morant can get better. Those two are still, they're still coming. I think Tatum's still coming. And, and that's where I think, again, he's a guy that if you've got good players around him, uh, you do have a chance to win the whole thing with Jalen Brown as your second guy. I, I think you have a chance because now you, you're, you've improved your quality of, of depth. Uh, you've added a guy, Malcolm Brogdon, who can move the basketball. Okay, so now you got multiple guys who can move the ball. Derek White in the second unit can move the basketball. Um, I just think if you have Kevin Durant, I don't know who the hell can stop that, that duo of Tatum and KD with Brogdon, you know, running the, the the team or smart you put them both out there together that's fine um it's also a hell of a defensive team i'm gonna make a prediction but first i'm gonna tell you this stand by for this prediction folks i know jeff is the journalist he doesn't make predictions i'm the hack i make predictions but first our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, Major League Baseball sports fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and, of course, your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device. Sign up. Use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus 
on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. The prediction I'm going to make is that Kevin Durant is the Celtic next season. And I'll tell you why. Because I think that Brad Stevens, uh, and there was an article also about how Brad is not so concerned with stockpiling draft picks and sort of stocking his bench with players as opposed to Ainge. But I think that Brad wants to win now. I think Brad sees the value in Kevin Durant. And I think Brad's going to be able to wait out Marks and not give up Marcus Smart. I think that's what that's my prediction. Now, I know you and Bob are in the journalism business, but that's the way I see this going down. I just don't have a feel for it. And I, I don't do. Think I, I have a feel for it. I think Brad, I mean, Jeff, think about it. Brad has really surprised us as a GM, has he not? Way tougher than I thought he'd be. Way, way more. I thought he'd be relationship driven and afraid to make moves based on those relationships. And when he traded Kemba Walker, I said to myself, wow, because like Kemba's the best dude in the world. Now, Kemba wasn't Kemba. We know that. But still, I felt like that was a risky move to trade Kemba for Al Hortford, who you had no idea how much he had left in the tank. And, and again, Al's a great guy, too, who Brad had a great relationship with. So maybe that made it easier. But yeah, Brad surprised me. Well, one thing about Brad that I learned as a coach is and I think it's one of the reasons why he stepped aside and he had to bring in a coach like uh Ime, who has had great relationships with players is brad has always said that he doesn't really connect socially with the players no no yeah, i mean Brad's he's not never going out with the the guys or any of that he's leaving it the one thing brad always told me you know when and i knew him pretty well when he was at butler and still know him sure. pretty well um was when he first went to the NBA, I asked him about the biggest adjustment coming from college to NBA. And he said, when, when I leave, when I go home from practice, I'm done. He goes, I don't have anybody call me. I don't, I don't, I'm looking for people to call on the phone. Normally in college, it was, all right, I'm leaving. I got to make a, 100 recruiting calls to all these kids. And people are calling me asking for something and whatnot. He said, basically, when you're done, you're done. Now, that's not the case with every coach, but that is the case with most. Now, Ime, you're right. Like, Ime is a little bit different. He played in the league. He played in the league. He played. That's right. And he connected with the players. And Brad never tried to. Like, I think Brad always felt, I'm going to do the X's and O's, and here's the deal, guys, and I'm not going to try to be something I'm not. So he's kind of brought that to be to the GM level where – you know, he isn't as concerned to be, to, to the surprise of me too. I think he not likes concerned it. to be somebody's friend. I think it's part of the reason he likes being the general manager in a way, right. because why he can spend more time with his family. Right. You know? And, like, and it's, and you, you, if you're going to be a GM and Danny Ainge proved this, you've got to be heartless. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I, I just didn't think Brad had it in him to be heartless. I remember the first time uh, Bob and I did a pod after, Brad took over as GM. My biggest concern was, you know, Brad would be on the phone with somebody with, with, you know, another GM and, yeah. you know, and, and at the end of it, he'd, he'd call the guy back and almost feel bad and be like, Hey, let me throw in another second rounder. I feel bad. You know, I don't want to rip you off. One of, one of those things, but Brad uh, again, you know, the one thing with Brad is uh, he's an analytics guy. That's very important to him. Uh, he's a business guy. That's important to him. He's super intelligent. So I, I think he's had a major advantage coming from the coaching ranks 
to the general manager because he knew personnel so well. He, did. he knew not just personnel, but he also has enough relationships in college that give him a leg up as a general manager because he can call any of these coaches and find out the truth about these guys. Are they workers? Do they have high character? All the intangibles that a lot of GMs can't really find out because they don't have the the close relationships with coaches. Most college coaches will bullshit GMs if they don't know them well. They're not going to throw a guy under the bus. There's a few that will, but most of them won't. Most of these guys are going to tell Brad Stevens the truth because of the respect that he has within the college ranks. Write it down. At the time of this recording, August 22nd, 2022, uh, Gary Tangley said Kevin Durant will be a member of the Boston Celtics. Brad's going to wait it out. And, and the day that happens, we have to make sure that we have, uh, we have some medical personnel down at the Ryan residence. <laughs> oh, boy. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. This episode of the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I wanted a well-balanced diet and I wanted something to improve my everyday lifestyle. I didn't have the time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, hated taking pills, vitamins. I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. Wanted to see what the hype was about. All right, I know what you guys are probably guessing. What is this stuff, right? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. An extra dose of energy is always something that can help me get through my day. And what's great about AG1 is that it's lifestyle friendly. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. While still tasting good. Support better sleep quality and recovery. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and is recommended by professional athletes. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com hoops. Again, that's athleticgreens.com hoops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That's athleticgreens.com slash hoops. It's going to be, I mean, listen, if it happens, it's going to be, be great. great. I mean, Jeff, if it happens, come it'll on. It'll be interesting. It'll be though. great. Listen, but I bet you more than 50% of the people will be pissed off and not happy to see Kevin Durant. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's crazy to me. It's a title. It's insane to me. Again, 
I would just say this is I, I think Brad Stevens is in a win-win situation. I don't think you can screw up either way you go because there's nothing that says that if, if you stand pat, you can't win the title next year. There's nothing that says that if you don't roll the dice, unless Kevin Durant gets hurt again. If he gets hurt again, then you made a mistake. Well, Jason Tatum got hurt last year. Who knows? Right. But Kevin, it's a different deal. Kevin Durant's been hurt. He's right, older. Yeah. He's, you know, like it's a little bit different because there is that 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 health issue. And then you've got the other issue, which is Kevin Durant, the the person, which a lot of people question right now. Certainly I do more than I ever have. But I still want to believe that underneath it all, here's the thing, Gary. I want to believe that Kevin Durant is is the same 14, 15-year-old kid that I met that I fell in love with. And, and I fell in love with until really two two years ago when he decided to team up with Kyrie Irving. Well, I blame Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> I blame Kyrie because I think that I think that Kevin Durant is a guy that can be influenced. And like you said. I think that his feelings were hurt, that people were angry with him, that he went to Golden State. And I blame Kyrie and his influence in this. And I think it shows progress that Kevin Durant doesn't want to play with Kyrie and says, listen, I'm going to go somewhere else because I'm with you. At the end of the day, I think Kevin Durant just wants to play basketball. He just wants to play basketball. Yes, that's all he cares about. And that's all he really cares about. And the tweeting, the tweeting to me, uh, on I, one hand, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You're Kevin Durant. On the other hand, we're all knuckleheads. Like, we, I do it. You do it. Like, Kevin Durant, obviously, is at a different level than both of us. But, like, he's human. He has fun with it. What's wrong with that? Yeah, I mean, it's harmless. I mean, if that's if that's, if that's that's the only problem you have with a guy, right. get it. Jeff, thank you, my friend. Bob's going to be back next week. We've been powered by Bet Online, the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Uh, again, Bob Ryan on assignments. Uh, for Somewhere. Jeff Goodman, I'm Gary Tangway. Thanks for checking us out.